Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Bear and Federated Insurance. Hi, and welcome to the Pain Points Podcast. I'm your host, Christian. And today uh, we have the privilege of having Steve Wilson. Steve Wilson is the liaison for the Healthcare Alliance through the Painting Contractors Association. Steve, welcome to the Pain Points Podcast. Thanks, Christian. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you uh, taking the time. So um, just right off the bat, um, we were talking offline a little bit. Um, you don't actually work for the PCA. Like I said, you're um, you're the liaison. Can you describe your position? Uh, tell us a little bit about your company, um, sure. uh, what you guys do, and how that affiliates with the uh, PCA? Sure. Um, so, yeah, so I've been um, working with privately owned companies, small businesses for 25 plus years. Um, mm -hmm. Almost all of that has been in um, employee benefits and HR consulting and things like that. And so um, with CBiz, CBiz, you know, the company that I work for, we're publicly traded and, you know, all over the U.S. We're one of the largest employee benefits and, and consulting firms in the country. Oh, wow. Um, so we have, and I have thousands of clients all over the country. Our, our company has thousands of clients. The, um, the company itself, it's um, mostly focused on mid-market. Mm-hmm. And so by mid-market, we would mean normally maybe that two, three, four hundred employee on up to five, ten thousand. Okay. Um, which, right, for painting contractors, there aren't a lot of ten thousand employee painting contractors, right? So um, what, my, what my team does, which is a lot of fun, is we take um, the things that we do as a company for larger entities like hospital systems and universities and, and really big employers that have a multi-state presence we figure out how to take what they do using associations and translate that into something that small businesses can use. Nice. Right, so, so all businesses really are the backbone of the country. That's not just lip service. It's um, right. Like, like two thirds of all the new job creation in the U S comes from small businesses, all the innovation and patents that are created. Most of that comes from small businesses, not colleges and not large corporations. So, right. Um, and they do all of that with a ton of headwinds, right? All kinds of things are against small businesses. And so we're able to, at least in one area, figure out a way to, to help make things a little easier for them and, and help them attract and keep good people through through unique benefits offerings. So, yeah, absolutely. And, so and how, when you're using the definition of small business, the uh, Small Business Administration recognizes any uh, entity with less than 500 employees as a small business. Right. Um, and I so, would even say micro business if we're going to use their definition, right? Because a lot of painting contractors, it's, you know. It's yeah, the average painting people. company size is is one, one full-time owner-operator typically and um, a part-time employee. So we're looking at like 1.6 employees right. on the average painting company size. So yeah, definitely the micro business, but that's really who we're here to speak to is, is that that micro business like myself i'm an owner operator i've had w2 employees mm -hmm. one or two at a time i've worked with subcontractors um so that's really who we're kind of speaking to here yes. is um right now we're just seeing that there's such a such a skills gap but like you said this is where job creation happens is in these small businesses um or these micro businesses so how can um, the whole heart of inviting you on the, the episode today was to get your take on how uh, an employer like myself mm -hmm. can do things to attract uh, good talent, quality people um, in this market that we're in. Um, so I, I, I did a little bit of research before the podcast 
And in 2022, Gallup did a study and also Indeed.com did a study. Um, Gallup says that benefits and pay are the number one reason why people, why job seekers are looking for specific employers. Mm-hmm. And Indeed said that benefits is within the top five reasons why people are looking for specific employers. So when we're talking about benefits, what benefits, uh, because there's a long list of different types of benefits that an employer can offer, what benefits are you, is is CBiz targeting with the Healthcare Alliance, with PCA, um, and and, um, so that we know how to navigate the conversation? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, yeah, and if I'm coughing or dusty, I, I already confessed. I don't, maybe listeners don't really care, but I'm trying to fix a dryer in the basement. It's not going well. So I still cough and water that dust out. But the um, um, as far as the benefits go, um, CBiz, we can uh, we can offer pretty much anything. Um, our conversations with PCA started about a well, they started a long time ago, but the the first thing that we had rolled out was that health uh, health benefit alliance which is a healthcare option um, and since then we've been able to expand that so there's um, a number of different health insurance options there are what we call in our business ancillary products like dental and vision and disability and life insurance offerings okay um, there's also now retirement plan um, options that exist and and figuring out how to how to structure those is is what we try and do but it, it wow. now runs that gamut. Um, so it could yeah. be a number of things, but. I'm Prithvi County, and we've got recruiting best practices, pain and training resources, and a bare pro sweepstakes coming your way in this PCA minute. It's recruiting season. If you're wondering where all the good candidates are, we got you covered. There's an entire section on PCA Overdrive dedicated to hiring, recruiting, and retention. Curated from your favorite podcasts, expo sessions, and virtual events, you'll learn to hire and keep rock stars in your company. Just look for the hiring, recruiting, and retention lane on PCA Overdrive. Get your crew field ready faster with PCA's painter training. PCA Overdrive provides free access to painter training videos in English and Spanish. Our training portal offers a more in-depth learning experience through a guided pathway. Each module has an assessment and certificates are awarded at the completion of each level. To learn more, go to pcapaintad.org slash training. Finally, enter for a chance to win the Bear Pro Painter Sweepstakes. Price includes $5,000 worth of Bear, Kills, Graco, and 3M products. Visit pca.so slash Bear Pro Sweepstakes to enter now. That definitely seems like there's a lot to unpack uh, yeah. with that. So um I think really what I'd like to try to focus on today, um, maybe we could even um, possibly split this up uh, into other episodes if we get the um, request for that. But today I really like to uh, touch on the uh, the health portion mm-hmm. of of the benefits. Yep. So I'm glad that you talked um, spoke about that. It's it's not just health insurance, right? Um, that there's also like dental vision, which are typically like the common ones that a lot of uh, companies offer or that employees right. are, are looking for as part of that benefits package. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice to know that um, through PCA uh, that you guys are able to offer uh, members uh, things like retirement and things like that, which most of us don't even can't even right. wrap our heads around at, <laughs> at, at, at most times um just trying to make it from deposit to deposit at times exactly so when it comes to i know um i know you said you had some uh slides to show um maybe yeah. we can um do something like that uh now because i really want to kind of get into the breakdown um not you know Obviously, if people are wanting more detailed, um, we'll make sure that we give you the opportunity to include your contact information um, towards the end of the show. Um, But really kind of a a lot of there's going to be a lot of pushback on offering benefits from the employer because of cost. Right. So what does uh, you, you had a great table here about wages and the wages only and then wages plus benefits can you right. can you just give us a quick rundown of that sure and then yeah let me know if this uh let me know if this changes 
share that. So let me know if something popped up on the screen or not. Yeah, it's loading. Okay. Is it still thinking about it? There it is. Okay. <laughs> Technology. Yeah, so this, when we're talking to business owners, um, especially the smaller ones, right? Then, then, like you said, sometimes we just want to figure out how do we wake up in the morning and, and, and keep the electricity going or, right, be able to put fuel in trucks. So this was something that we had developed. Um, oh, geez, I don't even know how many years going back now, but it allows us on a company by company basis to really get in the weeds if they want to, to take a look at what the actual financial impact is to adding benefits. So um, it, it's really just part of your overall compensation. And right. if anybody's interested in this, right, this is a little bit of an eye chart when, you know, when we, we give out my contact information, if anybody just wants access to this, just, just reach out to me and I'll send it to you. You can play with it and, and figure it out on your own if you want. Awesome. Uh, but, but the whole idea here really is just to show you that um, benefits really are structured in such a way, and it's only certain ones, right? Like health insurance and retirement plans, those benefits give the company or provide the company certain reductions in their tax liability and other other expenses that they incur because of wages. And so if you're able to design an overall compensation program for employees that includes benefits, what you see actually is that the overall cost to the business is lower. Right. Right. And the employees actually walk away with more money. So let's say, right, you're, you're getting ready to hire your first employee. You haven't gone down this road yet. You're trying to figure out how do I design this? So all this table shows is what's the difference between, say, a $22 an hour wage? And again, I know it's, it's going to be different everywhere in the country um, versus, say, a $20 wage and $2 spent in benefits, right? So mm -hmm. same overall cost to the business as far as, as far as what you're giving employees. Right, it still amounts to twenty-two dollars an hour, right? But because some of the money is going to benefits, what happens is the company does not pay certain expenses, and those are listed over here. Um, so, right, FICA tax, which is your Social Security and Medicare, that you don't have to match on those dollars uh, because the wages are actually right twenty an hour versus twenty-two. So you're going to save that seven point six five percent. Your unemployment rate, whatever that happens to be, right? You're going to save on that for those dollars. The workers' compensation rate that you pay is going to be lower because the wages are lower, right? And then FICA tax, um, or I'm sorry, um, there, there's a FICA tax reduction when the employees run their weight, their their benefits through, so you'll get an extra benefit. But um, that's really all this shows, right? So you could play yeah. around with this, do different things. Um, again, I'm not sure how visible it is on the screen, but, you know, just to use crazy numbers, right, if you had $100 an hour versus $80 an hour, right, and then you would see that what ends up happening is the company's saving a couple hundred bucks per week per employee, right, up to $10,000 a year, right? And with lower wages, those amounts obviously are lower, but that's why it's important because those smaller businesses, right, those micro businesses, you need every penny. Correct. You need yeah, because it seems like this compounds because, I mean, $100 an hour, that's that's one hell of a painter um, right. to be paying. Or, you know, you could look at that as as uh, uh, an entire crew um, right. and, and how much you would be saving. And essentially, if I'm following, the difference is, is, is not benefits versus no benefits. Mm -hmm. It's compensating your employee that you're that you're paying them extra so that they can get their own benefits versus you providing benefits. So it's like employee funded benefits or employer funded benefits. Right. And at the end of the day where the savings comes in is the extra tax burden because it's pre-tax versus post-tax. Is that correct? Right. Correct. And so okay. for, for companies that are just starting to think about hiring, right, then you can play with this. You can kind of find a balance. Right, you look in your area to see what the going rate is for a painter. 
and again, just use easy numbers. Maybe it's it's 22 bucks an hour. Maybe it's 18. Who knows? But then maybe you don't give them 18. Maybe you give them 16 and you're putting two towards towards their health insurance. And right. um, when you do it that way, even especially with lower wage employees, that has a huge impact on their bottom line as yeah. employees yeah. at the end of the week. Right. Because they're not paying FICA tax. They're not paying um, uh, you know, income tax, federal, state local in income tax on that money they're getting full value for that and then if you run the insurance program and there's different ways to do this but if you're running the insurance program that the employees are probably paying for anyway if you just run it through the business not only does it provide that expense deduction for the company but it provides a big tax break for the employee right so they do go home with a lot more money at the end of the week okay right? So, because so, they're not paying those taxes either. When it comes to, um, obviously, with the new laws under the ACA, the Affordable Care Act uh, that was put in place several years ago, um, is there, uh, you keep going back to the, the $2 an hour um, benefit of, of health insurance. So essentially what you're basing that on is a standard 40-hour work week, $2 an hour times 40, 40 hours a week equals $80. Um, is that a reasonable size benefit package for uh, an employee to carry $80 uh, a week? It could be. It really is. Um, so, I mean, again, think right now they have nothing. Or yeah. maybe they do. But, but the idea is if you're hiring somebody and, and they don't have a benefits program, they're paying for their insurance 100% out of their check after taxes. So right. anything you provide towards that and the ACA's rules are are really geared towards those employers that have 50 employees and up right in terms of affordability and what the company has to contribute there are plans out there where you can be much more creative with your contributions so there are plans out there where the company does not have to contribute anything at all there are plans out there where you don't even have to um you don't even have to sponsor a plan. You can just provide a dollar benefit to the employees so that they can go out and secure benefits and everybody gets those tax breaks. So there's a whole array of different options that are out there for small businesses that they're just not even aware of. Wow. Because these are usually strategies that are used in combination with other strategies at very, very large corporations, right? We figure out ways to impact all the different pieces of a health insurance program. And these are these are ways that we're able to do that. And then we're able to kind of peel those out of there, set them on their own and then let small businesses take advantage of those. So there's, it, it's really kind of, kind of interesting what's out there now. So uh, obviously it sounds like there is a, a whole gamut of uh, options um, mm -hmm. that are going to be curtailed or, or, or guided towards a specific um, company with either their financial or um, whatever their needs are, right? Correct. So I, I don't really want to go down that path because it sounds like it's just so um, tailor-made for each each individual. Right. But I, what when you have an employer who's coming to you for the first time, what questions should they know the answers to or what questions are you asking them to kind of be able to uh, say okay well we'll look at this set or we'll look at this set based on what you're like what parameters should should an employer at least give some thought to before contacting right so so the number one thing that, that well that has to happen is that there has to be at least two um people let's say, and, and by that I don't mean um, 
yourself and a child or yourself and your spouse. It has to be maybe yourself and a business partner, or yourself or an employee or or two employees, right? Okay. So that's the first thing before we can even look at anything. And we do get a number of, um, you know, obviously sole proprietors that reach out hoping that there's something out there for them. And, and until we hire that first person, we're not a lot of help, to be honest. Okay. Um, there are some things that could be done, but um, so that's number one. Is there is there going to be a hire, you know, or do you have an employee or there's plans where we can even use 1099 contractors, but is there at least more than one person that we're going to cover? Um, and, and then once we have that, it's really, it's really just tell me who it is we're, we're looking for coverage for, right? Is it two people? Is it 20 people? Um, and if you can provide us that basic data and, and we'll send you the little spreadsheet to fill out, okay. but it's just right. What, what's the name of the person? When was their birth date? What's their gender? What's their zip code? And if we have that information, actually now through the Painting Contractors Association, we have access to technology that lets us search your area and pull up all of the options that exist, right? There is Health Benefit Alliance, which is a great option. It's not available for everybody in all areas, um, but but when it works, it's great. And when it doesn't, it's nice to have other, other opportunities, but that's really all we need. And None of it is a sales pitch or it's heavy handed forcing anybody into into a benefits program. It's just simply showing people what's out there and having a discussion with them about that and answering questions. And a lot of times this is just good information for maybe two, three years from now when you're ready to to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And and the rates may change, but at least you know the direction that you're going to head or at least be able to present that to um, potential hires throughout the application process. Um, because typically most places aren't offering benefits day one anyway, mm -hmm. that you're going to be looking beyond that uh, probationary period. Right. Um, now, with that being said, is, is that a standard practice or is that a, a, a bylaw requirement as far as like having a, not offering benefits day one? Oh, no. Yeah. The, the, only, the only time you're required to have a benefit is when you're over 50 employees. Okay. Wow. Yeah, once you're at 50, you're supposed to be providing health insurance. And, if and you're, you're saying 5-0 employees? 5-0. 50, okay. So, oh. so, yeah, the Health Benefit Alliance program, right, like traditional insurance, the problem is in the U.S., and there's a ton of reasons for this, but, right, the problem is we have the most expensive health care mm -hmm. on the planet, right? right? No other country comes even close to the costs that we incur in America for health care. Um, right. That if you have an appendect appendectomy done in the U.S., it might be thirty thousand dollars. If you do it in France, it's I think nine hundred. Right. Oh, same wow. procedure, same doctors, same facilities. So things are very expensive here. I'm not trying to be political. I'm not pointing fingers or saying uh, it's, it's, facts, it's a very right? complicated issue. There's a number of reasons for it. Yeah. Um, but the you know the the programs that are out there like Health Benefit Alliance, that one's designed as a response to those types of plans that are priced really, really high because healthcare is high, right? So they always develop these plans with high deductibles. You're not forced to, to offer plans, right? You're under 50, which is right where we're starting with the conversation. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, if you're under 50, you can still offer some of these plans. There are no deductibles. They're much more affordable, uh, but they're going to be controlling the medical costs in a more unique way than, than say, traditional insurance does. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey there, I bet business is probably picking up for you right now and things are feeling good and using the right tools like Estimate Rocket can help keep it that way. Estimate Rocket offers professional estimates and proposals with digital signature, single source work orders for the entire team, lead to paid job management, full scheduling tools with mapping and time tracking, automated email campaigns, invoicing that exports to any accounting system and deep data analysis reports. Go to EstimateRocket.com for a free 30-day trial to see if Estimate Rocket is a fit for you. So kind of comparing to traditional insurance, mm -hmm. since, since you brought it up, um, how does a program like this, as far as like uh, deductibles or minimum, minimum spending and things like that, or what is actually covered, how does it differ? Right. Um, is it on a plan by plan basis? What does that mm -hmm. look like? So yeah, so the so the, yeah, the traditional problem again, right? We have 
We have very expensive health care. Insurance is very expensive. The primary way we deal with it or the primary strategy for small businesses is we um, we raise the deductibles, right? So we have very high deductibles, which makes the monthly premium lower, just like car insurance, just like home right. insurance, right? But then it's so expensive, even those deductibles are so expensive that it makes everybody feel like they don't have a health plan, right? So they don't go get care. I, again, every state's different. It could be as many as 30% of the population avoids going to the doctor because they can't, right? They can't right. pay that doctor's bill because uh, they don't have the coverage. So and deductible is your, um, your essentially it's like an out-of-pocket expense before the insurance yeah. kicks in. Exactly, right? right? You're paying monthly to have insurance and all you're getting is a piece of paper that says, I have an insurance policy for that monthly amount. It doesn't do anything. And then, right, right then once you've paid the deductible, then the insurance starts to kick in, right? Mm -hmm. And it does it at various levels. So Health Benefit Alliance, for example, which was the, the one we started with, with, with painting, the Painting Contractors Association, that plan, all the plans have the deductibles waived. No deductibles at all. Oh, right? wow. So, you get coverage on day, on day one and you're just making a little copay. And a copay is if the doctor's visits 150 or $250, maybe you pay 25 bucks or 40 or depends on the plan, right? Right. Um, and then the insurance is paying the rest of that. So you have then affordable access to a physician, to a doctor, to a hospital. You're just paying a copay. You don't have to worry about deductibles and the premiums are a little lower. Those plans are designed, though, for, I'm trying to think the best way to, to, to explain it. They're, it's really designed for everyday use um, and, and for employees that are typically going to be younger, if that makes sense, right? So the older you get, the more health issues you have. Okay. Right? And the more you need the insurance, the younger you are. And again, I'm in my 50s. So if I... If I think back to my 20s, I don't think I ever went to the doctor. Right. Right. I'm healthy. Um, you know, if I did, it's because I was doing something I shouldn't have done on a weekend. And right, I got hurt. And then I need to, <laughs> I had to go, had to go. Yeah. Right. So didn't need it. So you can get coverage that provides, it provides what you need to cover your actual lifestyle and Right, I don't need cancer protection at the age of 25. Usually, I don't need a hip replacement at the age of 25, 30, 35, or 40. I don't usually need that, right? I don't need kidney dialysis. Now, not to say that there are issues that could come up, right? Correct. There's kids, you know, but it's so But rare. again, back to the, the statistics of it, the likelihood at younger age um, is, is, is less less likely for, for right. those events to happen. Yeah. So, so you are, yeah. So you, you are, you would say that at, so when, what you're describing now, is that curtailing it by company or is that curtailing it by employee? The employee, decides. That plan? The employee decides what the coverage is that they want, right? So nice. that, that health benefit Alliance platform has plans that let you go to the doctor a couple times a year, get access to basic medications, go to urgent cares, get free telemedicine and that's it. Right. So, um, the example wow. I give is from my own, like, like the second job I ever had was washing dishes in a restaurant. I spent a lot of time when I was younger in that industry. Right. Um, right. So bartending and, and being a waiter, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in that industry, there's a lot of single moms and, and what they do is they'll all coordinate their schedules, right? So one mom is home at all times with everybody's kids. Nobody has to pay for daycare. Obviously this is way before COVID, but right. One kid gets sick. They all get sick. Yeah. Usually the kids get better, but once a year, one mom calls in 20 minutes before her shift starts, says, I'm not coming in. I'm in the, uh, I'm at the ER with my child. She can't yeah. breathe, right? And she's got her cold turned into pneumonia. So a plan like that provides access to care, avoids that problem, right? So mom's not in the emergency room, right? When she is in the emergency room, she's not coming into work. She's not getting paid. Her mm -hmm. bills are still getting racked, right? She's still got rent and, and, food and everything sure. else she's going to pay. And then on top of that, she's racking up a, a very expensive ER bill. Um, so a plan like that actually provides somebody with access to care, right? You can get diagnosed quickly. Oh, geez, that's good. That's starting to turn into pneumonia. Here's your antibiotic, right? Quick prescription. It may cost, might be free, might be 10 bucks, right? Everything's fine. Kids okay right. the next morning and mom's still at work. Right. So it avoids a lot of problems from the business owner's perspective as far as having to pay overtime or right, deal with scheduling issues if somebody doesn't show up because of the family issue. 
Uh, and at the same time, you're protecting the employee and, and the employee's wealth, I guess you'd say, or or assets, or just just their ability to to meet bills day to day, right? So they're not forced to go. Well, geez, maybe I need to get out of this industry, find something else. Right. It's that's the idea behind it. So from there, right, then the employees might say, well, I need a lot more than that. I need, you know, I want to have access to to you know MRIs and I need extensive hospital coverage and so in that plan there are all of those options that range from basic access to care all the way up to full blown PPO style plan right and the so prices- as an employer I'm not having to sit there and have one cookie cutter model that's right. going to fit not only the current employees that I have but also speculating the future employees and what their needs are. Rather, they get to treat it more like a buffet, right? Correct. If they want certain things um, that they can elect, and obviously there's probably going to be a cost associated with that, right? Sure. Um, But but based on what their needs are, that that monthly payment that they're going to be paying is much less, I think this goes back to your story, is much less than the worry and anxiety of delaying care for a loved one that's covered mm-hmm. under the plan. Right. And then so, the yes, eventual you're... downtime or it, it getting worse, right? Right. So yeah, your yeah. point, Christian, that like a uh, traditional plan might be in it's different in every state, but we pulled one up this morning for a, um, a client in Connecticut. And um, it's, it's almost $1,200 a month for just employee level coverage. And I believe the deductible wow. was somewhere around six or seven thousand dollars. What's the right? point in having? I don't know, right? And then so, but you have all kinds of coverage. But if you're, you know, 28, 29, 30, 32 years old, um, do you really need all that coverage? I mean, yeah. how often do you go to the doctor? So there's there are plans in there for a couple hundred dollars a month, where you can go to the doctor two, three, four times a year, maybe five or six. You can get access to urgent care and basic medications and a, you know, a visit to the hospital if you need it for a lot less. And as an employer, you are freed up to make a contribution that makes sense as a business. And you can say, right. I can afford to give my guys 10 bucks or 50 bucks or a hundred, you know, it's all over the board what different contractors do, but uh, you know, you, you pick typically a flat dollar amount, right? Cause it makes it easier to, when you're bidding on jobs, you know what your costs are, especially if you have to hire. Right. Um, right. So I'm going to pay out of your 200 bucks. I'm going to pay 50 bucks of that a month and then the other 150 is on you, but it's still way, way more affordable. But then, yes, the downside is maybe that thing doesn't have, you know, chemo in it. Right. So if you're diagnosed with stage four lung cancer at the age of 30, you're not going to have that. Um, what you will have, though, probably depending on the plan is you'll have the ability to get tested early so that you catch it early and can deal with it early when it's a lot less expensive and a lot easier to treat, right? Sure. You, you have a much better prognosis than, you know what, I can't afford to go to the doctor. I'm going to ignore this thing for another six months until I can't. And now all of a sudden it's stage four and, and I got six months to live. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think that's, that's something that I never really consider. Uh, I'm in my mid thirties right now as at the yeah. time of this recording. And that's something that you never really consider or or, or think about. It's like, I'm healthy today. So like, why do I need it? But like, if you, if you have the right plan with Mm -hmm. the right insurance, then you're incentivized personally, not even financially, but personally to go seek treatment as soon as it happens, because you have coverage that's going to help you afford it as opposed to doing the ostrich treatment and just sticking your head in the sand Mm -hmm. and just letting it go let it go let it go yep that that i mean that yeah that's wild yeah i can't i can't share personal stories right that's not allowed but i mean we have painting contractors that have you know the 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 owners of the business have employees that now have health insurance i am aware of one where it's um um colorectal cancer that they identified early Wow. So that person's going to get treatment and, and a very good prognosis. It was another that we were able to identify a hole in their heart and they were able to get surgery and get that treated. All right. So those things are a lot easier when you, when you identify it quickly. 
Yeah. If you let it go, then yeah, it's a problem. And then, yeah, the example, I mean, that is a personal one. That's how my, my mother went that way. Um, about three years ago, it was lung cancer because she ignored something for a long period of time. And, um, when she finally did get it checked out very advanced stage, they did six months worth of aggressive treatment for her. It was about $230,000 and didn't help. So, yeah. And um, there, there's no guarantees, but again, back to the s statistics, and the likelihood of being able um, to either catch it early or to oh, yeah. find ways to, for prevention, yeah. um, like that's that's huge. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that program's really nice, but that's not always a fit for everybody, right? Sometimes right. the is 45, 50 years old, they want more comprehensive coverage. So sometimes those, you know, like Aetna, United Healthcare, Blue Cross plans that everybody's familiar with, sometimes those really are the best ones. So now. Now, another benefit to having benefits, uh, pardon the pun, is that it helps to um, it helps with employee retention. Oh, yeah. uh, so now we have employees that are working for us longer. So mm -hmm. on your on, on, on your thought there is um, if an employee starts off with you in, let's say, their mid 20s and they're there for their, you know, 10, 15 years now, they're you know, 40 years old, their, their health needs are going to change sure. uh, with a plan like this. Are they stuck in the same one? No, they can switch every year. Right. So the, okay. maybe the business owner says, I'm going to contribute $50 a month. I'm going to offer four different plans. I'm going to have a base plan where, right. You get basic access to care. Maybe I have one that, that's a little richer in terms of hospital and, and testing. Then maybe the the next one has um, you know even more hospital coverage and more prescription coverage, and then maybe I'm making this up. Maybe the the final one is the super right. expensive elite one. Um, right. So so we offer that plan, and then the employee is they're stuck in it for a year unless something happens in their life, right? Like there's a birth or an adoption, or they get married or divorced or something like that. Okay. Um, but otherwise, yeah, every year they could pick a different plan if they wanted to. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So how does um, the Health Benefit Alliance, how does that compare um, to like one of the MediShare options? Oh, are, MediShare are, is, yeah. So, um, so just, just for the people who are listening, who are unfamiliar with it, um, mm -hmm. it's not insurance itself. It, you make a payment plan uh, or you, you pay a monthly um, uh, premium to an organization and then as uh, you submit all of your medical bills as a cash payer um, to them, and then uh, based on their guidelines, they reimburse you a portion or the full amount, depending on what the guidelines are for Correct. it. Um, a lot of them are faith-based, um, but um, I'm assuming with your head nodding that you're familiar with these programs. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. What are the advantages between having something like that? versus having something, uh, a plan with the um, Health Benefit Alliance? So yeah, each MediShare is gonna be different. Um, nothing wrong with them at all. Um, we, we, we view them as really what are called claims accounts. Okay. So I'll, I'll actually share another screen, not that anybody's super interested in the details behind um, insurance, but um, this, you know, when this pops up, it's just gonna be a pie chart. Let me know when you see it. Okay. So it's got, I don't know, eight, nine wedges in it, something like that. Okay. Did it pop up? Yeah, it hasn't popped up yet. Okay. But go, go ahead. I'm listening. All right. So if it does, right, so insurance premiums, there's a number of different components or pieces within that. And then one of those components is something called a claims fund. So when you okay. pay your premium every month, the money goes to different, different pieces, right? Some of it goes for marketing, some of it goes for administration, some of it goes to pay taxes, right? So some, not everybody knows that there's taxes in their health plan. Um, some of it goes into what's called a claims fund, and a claims fund is just that. Like if I'm a MediShare program, it's a bank account that all the money sits in. And when a bill comes in, there's somebody administratively that reviews that bill to make sure it's listed under the services that are covered. Mm -hmm. And then they pay that out. 
Um, the downside to it is there is no insurance. There's no large company behind that with an actual insurance program to support that in the case of a large number of claims that bankrupts the um, the claims fund, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so that's the risk. There's always risk with everything, right? I'm not saying right. these things are bad as long as they're run properly. It, it works out great. Um, the only other downside that I typically hear about is it does sometimes, depending on the plan, take a long time to get your money back. So you're a lot of times you're paying the bills up front um, and getting reimbursed from MediShare. Right. Uh, and it can take a long time. Whereas right. with this or, or HBA or any other insurance program, it's making the, the payments for you and it's doing it in a more timely fashion. And then it, good or bad, right? MediShare being being a lot of them faith-based, certain things they will cover, certain things they won't. There may be more things covered under a tradi more traditional health plan than, than right. is under a, a MediShare. And For I don't sure. mean necessarily anything that's like a political hot button. It could be all kinds of things. Does your business need more reviews? Nice job can help. Our reputation marketing platform automates review invites to save you time. We use our collected and distributed across major platforms such as Google, Facebook, and more. Turn your reviews into customer stories with photos that you can share across your social channels. NiceJob allows you to manage all of this within our platform. Start your free trial today. No, I mean, and, and we're not here to, to go on one side of the fence or the other. We're just yeah. trying to uh educate people and 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 let them make uh the best educated decision that they can and yeah. really this podcast is, isn't supposed to be um this episode's not supposed to be like a whole like deep dive into all of this we're just really wanting to uh sample a little bit of everything um and get people's curiosity uh for people who um really are our, our biggest target would be um the minimum two-person company Right. right. Um, that just thought that this wasn't a possibility that yeah, they, they, really they did is. anything. And but but there are options out there, affordable oh, yeah. options that that yeah. they could do. Um, and it, it sounds like um, with the amount of options that are out there, it's it's more like a buffet. So you can get really creative with what you're um, what you're drawing or what you're needing from what your needs are, what you're drawing from that, and then how right. it's getting paid as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you have that health benefit Alliance set pricing. It's got some things on the back end that aren't covered, but it's going to provide access to care. There are traditional health plans, which are usually mo more expensive, right? Yeah. But they're going to have the most complete coverage. There are plans out there that provide refunds to the business at the end of the year. If nobody really uses it, those are out there. There are um, plans called ICRA accounts, which you don't even sponsor a plan. You're just giving the employees a contribution. They go find a plan, right? That's pretty, that probably the easiest way to do it. So with a plan like that, going back, thinking back to um, the first chart that you showed us, mm -hmm. um, would that still be pre-tax dollars? Yes. Yes, as okay. long as you set it up properly, right? You, so it's so, not just you give them money because if you correct. do that, that's wages you're paying extra for it. Don't do, please don't do that, please. Right, like right. I just wanted to delineate yeah. that because that's where my Thank mind you. went first. But paying it with the pre-tax dollars, organizing it the, in the right way, mm -hmm. now your employee has uh, not only do they have, um, well, they have the the freedom to find whatever's working for them, or even mm -hmm. even better, the freedom to just continue the plan that they already currently have yeah if they yeah, already had a plan right can be yeah so I, yeah. i'm already you know i've got a you know an affordable care act plan and i'm paying 200 dollars a month but i've got an eight thousand dollar deductible okay fine maybe my employer is going to pay a hundred i run that through the business now everything's pre-tax my employer gets a break on on all kinds of different taxes and i'm getting a break on my taxes and everybody makes more money yeah at the end of the day so awesome yeah, smart way awesome. to do it now, I think my last major question, and I we never talked about this offline uh, okay. for you, um, is what about mental health? We've been talking a lot about the physical health and as far as, um, you know, like catastrophic or, you know, just state, you know, common colds and things like that, going to the doctor right. visit, ER visits and things like that. 
But in this day and age, you know, we're in 2023, we're post-pandemic. Um, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of anxiety. Um, And in order to, uh, I I once had, the reason why I bring this up is because I once had an employer who said that they wished that they had a coat rack out front in the front door. And that way everybody could hang their problems on the door before they got to work. And then everything would be perfect, right? Sure, but the right. problem is, is there's no such coat rack. People always have their, their issues and problems. Yeah. And as much as the culture wants to talk about work-life balance, mm-hmm. if you get into a fight with your significant other on the way to work, you're bringing that with you to work. If your boss yells at you that day or you spill a gallon of paint on someone's carpet and you try to cover it over, like you're going to bring that home with you. There's there's really to have that separation isn't it it just doesn't make sense. I don't understand it. Like I think it's a it's a fantasy land. But in order to provide a more holistic approach. Mm to care for your employees, which I'm not a a certified mental counselor. I don't want to be a certified mental counselor, but to be able to give them that option, um, are there plans? Does the Health Benefit Alliance cover that? All all plans available through PCA have that coverage. Awesome. In some form or another, right? So whether it's the plans that provide a refund, right? You have access to psychologists, psychiatrists, um, the Health Benefit Alliance has a free 24-7 telehealth, but teletherapy option. Right. So it actually has both. So you can get, you know, medical diagnosis over the phone, but you can also pick up a phone if you're in need of, of counseling or help or it's a crisis. You can call somebody. And then there's even a, um, on the prescription side, even on the base option where there's free medicines, there's a, mm-hmm. a mental health medications program built in there where a number of the, the medications that you would see for things like bipolar or depression, anxiety, ADHD meds, those are all included in there. It's fantastic. So, yeah, all the programs have that. I think that's fantastic. I think there's so much um, focus spent on uh, physical health of mm-hmm. um, of our employees or just of people in general. Um, and sometimes because you can't see uh, the you know, the, the mental side of stuff, um, mm-hmm. that there's still a stigma around it when it comes to mental health. Um, right. so being able to have that option, being able to know that that coverage is available, I think is a great benefit, uh, mm-hmm. for employers to be able to offer, uh, their, their, um, their employees. Oh yeah. There's wow. even a number of them with free screenings, right? So, you know, alcohol abuse or risk screenings, depression, there's all kinds of stuff that's, that's available in a lot of these plans. That's so awesome. Yep. Steve, this has been like drinking water from a fire hose and yeah, we've only scratched the surface. Yeah, we but haven't even begun to open the yeah. But is there before we close, is there anything that I should have asked that I didn't ask? I, I think it's great. And then if you know, if, if people are listening and they have questions and then they reach out and then maybe that's you know reason enough for additional topics in the future. But um but no, it's it's the basics of how do you structure financially? How do you prepare for this? We have that resource. If you want it, we'll send it to you. We'll, we'll consult with you on it for no charge. We'll help you figure that out. And then when the time comes to pick a plan, you've got all kinds of things that are available now through PCA. Yeah. Health Benefit Alliance is, is a really good one. May not be perfect. There might be something else. Um, but then uh, the whole point of us is just to, to provide that large company support and consulting advice to a small business that doesn't have access to it. So nice. Just, just reach out. That's all you yeah. Do. Yeah. You don't know until you know. Right. So, and no, that's fantastic. Fantastic. Steve, how do people get a hold of you? So I, I'm still doing this. I don't know why it still works, but you can, you can have direct access to me on my cell phone. So it's, it's 773-203-6104, or you can just reach out to steve.wilson at cbiz cbiz.com and if i don't pick up i'm right working with somebody else and I'll, I'll call right back as soon as i can yeah yep i can attest to that um and i will be sure to include your contact info in uh the show notes uh so mm-hmm. that uh if you're listening to this and you want to get a hold of steve um 
And then just one caveat in order to, uh, so any employer can contact you um, and get a, 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 that, that free um, demonstration yeah. or the free co initial consult. But in order to have access to the Health Benefit Alliance with the PCA, they have to be a member first. Well, I mean, ideally, right? So we have to be careful of that kind of thing. And when it comes to health insurance, um, the way the deal is structured with PCA um, is I can still talk to you about it. It's still possible to get you in. Um, getting into that without being a member, there's, I mean, it's still possible. So, okay. I, but you really should. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. You really, you really should. Um, but yeah, from uh, from a compliance perspective, when it comes to health insurance, you really can't say, uh, unless it's a very specific type of plan, I really can't say to somebody, you, you have to do X before you can get in. It's against I got you. But there are, again, there are certain types of plans out there where you can do that, like captives and certain things, but that's not what we're looking at here. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll definitely uh, include that in the show notes. Okay. Steve, if you wind up getting um, any feedback, uh, from people reaching out to you on this podcast, please let me know. Um, I'd love for us to be able to just have this platform uh, to uh, to just answer these questions in mass so you're not having to um, uh, have your phone blown up over these types of things. But uh, don't let that hesitate you from, uh, from reaching out to Steve directly. Um, I really appreciate the time. Uh, I hope you get your dryer fixed. Me too. Um, <laughs> My clothes and, are wet. <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, Steve, uh, really appreciate it, my friend. Thanks, Christian. Have a good night. Yeah. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.